Hey, it's Veronica. And Erica. <laughs> you <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast That's we so just funny. released on Yom Kippur, you'll know why I did that. Yes. <laughs> but we're here today with the context and color of the Bible. And this is one of our special episodes. We are releasing in advance of Saturday, nope, Sunday the 9th. October, let me get the right month. October 9th. Get it out, Ron. Yes, get it I out. can do it. October 9th to October 16th. Those sundown to sundown is the festival. Mm-hmm. And we're here again. Right. Adding color to your pages, helping you right. understand what did Jesus's calendar look like? Right. What holidays did he celebrate? Right. And what holidays do we still see the Jews celebrating today? Yes. Because these are all rooted back to Moses. Yes. So if you go back to Leviticus 23 and think how long ago Moses lived. Yes. I'm not even, I can't even get October and right. months out. I'm not even right. going to try dates. But think of how long these festivals have right. been celebrated. Right. And so we like to highlight Passover. A lot of Christians they're understand yeah. and they're starting to yeah. get to see the links in Passover. Right. And so we're here just to bring a little bit more color and say, hey, here's another feast. We just wrapped up Yom Kippur, and now we're starting, I think you said five days later? I think so. I think it's five days later. Yeah, the 4th to the ninth would be, which festival, Air? The Great Festival, it can be called. The Festival of Sukkot, or the Feast of Booths. S-U-K-K-O-T. Right. And if you're curious, look up Sukkah. Yes, S U K K A. Good job, Ron. <laughs> and I you wrote can find some pictures. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think that is a good point. Go look these up because it's fascinating right. to see the different articles and items people use to build these booths. Right. Because yes. it's supposed to be a temporary shelter. Yes. You're supposed to be able, as we talk with Jonah, we haven't gotten there yet, but as we get into Jonah 4, he builds this. He does, yeah. It's a temporary shelter, and you're supposed to be able to see the stars. Yes, yeah. So it's not supposed to keep the wind and the rain. The well, rain there's no any, rain at this point. No, but. but anything, it's not supposed to keep you safe and protected from the elements. Right. It's a reminder that the Israelites lived in booths for 40 years, mm-hmm. and God protected them, even though this was all they had. So, yeah, it's not a huge shelter, but it's just a temporary. Right. But as I was looking this up, Ron, I found some fascinating things that during the time of Jesus, when they had the temple, would take place. Uh, So first, every night in the court of women where the temple was so that every Jewish person could be there. And I think we... I don't think we mentioned it. This is one of the travel festivals. Where oh, right. You, you're, all the men are supposed to come to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And so the city would, again, be packed with people. And they would start in the court of women, so every Jewish person could be there. And they would place few, four huge menorahs. Mm-hmm. And they would have ladders so that the priest could refill the menorah throughout the night. So that's how big these things were. And they'd be lit and refilled. And the elders of the Sanhedrin would dance. And they said it was an amazing sight to see in the firelight and the moon shining down, just these dancing men. Then as this was happening, a group of Levites would gather in the court of the Israelites. They'd stand at the top, and there were 15 steps leading from the court of Israelites to the court of women. 
And so the musical instruments would begin to play and this choir would sing Psalm 120 through Psalm 134. Oh, the Psalms of Ascent. Yes. And as they went, they went down. So each time they'd start a new Psalm, they'd go down to the next step. And then they would do this every night and this would last all night. And then in the morning, so they've been dancing and singing, praising the Lord all night. In the morning, they would gather for the water pouring out celebration. And the high priest would get a cup of water from a very specific place. And they'd gather in a, in a courtyard and they would pour out the water. And the high priest would pray mm -hmm. asking God for rain because this is, they've had a dry summer. Mm -hmm. And the rainy, there's two main rainy seasons in Israel. Mm -hmm. And this would be the start of the first rainy season at the end of the year to prepare the ground for next year. And so it's very important that they get this rainy season. And so every day in the feast, they would have a water libation ceremony where the high priest would pour it out and they would pray asking God to bring, send the next rains. And there were tons of people there. Like it was just packed. Well, everybody's probably here right. to watch this, hear this. Right. Because as a nation, we need this rain for our crops. Right. It's not just here in Jerusalem we need right. the rain. The entire country needs right. the rain. Right. So we've all moved from the temple now to this new place where we're pouring out the water. There's tons of people. And according to John 7, it's at this point in this massive crowd, you know, as the high priest, you can just, everybody's silent. Sure. As the high priest is pouring out the water and they're getting ready to sing and to pray. And all of a sudden this voice comes out and it just flies through the crowd and everybody hears it. And this is what they hear. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me hmm. and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Wow. And you know, all like you could have heard a pin drop and all the heads turn and look. <laughs> and it's this rabbi from Galilee. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, what in the world? Because the words he said were very potent words. He's claiming at that moment to be the Messiah, right? but even more to be God, because God is the one who claims to give waters, mm. living waters. And so like you could have heard a pin drop and the high priest is probably like, what do I do? <laughs> like, right? How do I rescue this? Right? This is horrible. Who is this young man? Right. But Jesus knows how to pick the time. Yes. Like talk about <laughs> the message. a dramatic theatrical moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, on a normal day, and they probably still did this after that, then they would sing the Hallel, Psalm okay. 113 to 118, and they would wave palm branches and sing along. Which they also sing those at Passover, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what happened during Jesus' day, which I would love to have seen that moment. I would yes. love to have seen that entire ceremony. I'll be honest. That sounds amazing. Yes. But today, they don't have the temple. Right. But they do have, they still build sukkahs. And at the very least, you try to eat all your meals in there. Okay. But observant Jews will even sleep in there. You need, uh, like you said, Ronnie, you need to see stars. And they do use palm branches in their booths. But you also, if you look at this up, you will see them that they often have what's called the four kinds. You need a citron. It looks like a big rough lemon. 
Okay. I always thought it was like a lemon, but it's not actually a lemon. And the skin is really bumpy. Okay. They will use palm fronds, myrtle twigs, and willow twigs. And for all seven days, they will use these in their worship, waving them around Mm. uh, in a specific pattern as they worship and pray. Uh, They'll go to the synagogue at least once. They'll go around their synagogue and sing Psalm 118. They're singing and dancing throughout the night. I mean, this is a party festival. And even in Jerusalem today, when my husband and I were there, it was a party week Mm. for the citizens. But only technically the first day and the eighth day are days of no work. Right. Those are your only Sabbaths. Right. But, I mean, I guess if you wanted, you could take the whole week off. But it's sure. specifically the first day. But even if you don't, it's a joyous atmosphere. Yes. Oh, this yes. This is a huge celebration. Yeah. As you as you remember, because they look back and remember how God provided for the Israelites. Yes. During their 40 years of wandering, how he brought them to the promised land. And then it's looking forward to the ingathering. Yes. Of the harvest that you're constantly with. With the God, you're, these feasts, you're constantly looking back at God's faithfulness yes. and looking forward to, God, I'm going to praise you that you're going to still be faithful. Yes, yeah. And when you add it to, you just have had Yom Kippur in the days of awe. Right. You know, so you've brought in your harvest time is done mm-hmm. for the year. So you've got all this food now mm-hmm. to take you through the winter season. You've just had Yom Kippur, Veronica, where you've cleaned up the nation. You've mm-hmm. repented as a nation. Your conscience is clean. You've mm-hmm. made yourself right with your fellow man. Mm-hmm. And now you have a full harvest. And why not celebrate? It is a time to celebrate. Right. Like, and I've got a clean conscience right. to celebrate with. Right. There's nothing holding me back. Right. I I mean, if we really understood repentance and humbling and cleaning that stuff up, it would automatically lead you to, I need to celebrate. I want to celebrate. I get to celebrate. And so that God, I mean, that God in his wisdom knew, okay, we're going to start with these. We're going to start with the head of the new year. Yep. You're going to have 10 days to prepare yourself. Yes. Is then as a nation, you're going to come before me. Yeah. Seeking my forgiveness. And then a couple days later, we're going to celebrate. Right. You have my forgiveness. This relationship has been restored. And now we're going to party together. Right. I mean, when you look at it, you're like, wow, God, you're so good. Right. That you would institute this yearly. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want to celebrate this? Right. Who wouldn't want a God that says, let's have joy and fellowship together. Yes. Let's make sure every year we are back together starting fresh. Yep. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like if you take your anniversary seriously with your spouse of, hey, let's just renew our vows. Let's reflect back on what we committed to each other. Right. You know, what would that do? Not that I do that in my <laughs> Right. But you get, but they have renewals. Right. 20 year, 30 year. Right. Of let's just remember and reflect. Cause right. After a year, I'm a different person. And a lot of we've, junk can build up between you. Yeah. And we've been through different things. So every yes. year coming before with, with God and going, let's look back over how you've been faithful, God. I've had to work through this year. Right. How I've seen your faithfulness. Truthfully, right. in our own personal family, 2022 has been a rotten has year. Has not been a good year. There's been no. way too many deaths and heart attacks. And pain. And pain. So, but the end of 2022, to look back and go, God, I saw you carry us through. Right. You right. brought us through. You've been faithful. I can right. see how in heart attacks, in 
bypass surgeries, God, you still showed up. Right. And you answered prayers we didn't even know to pray. Right, right. So to every year have a time to celebrate with God of here's what you've done. In the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would be amazing. Right, right. So and talk it, about building your faith. Yes. And it's a community. So it's not just you and God. It's you telling right. your story to your children, right. to your friends, right. to your neighbors, to your family members. Yeah. Yeah. Of, let's celebrate God's yeah. goodness and talk about what we've seen God do. Right. How that would encourage you. And maybe you're not in that spot right now at that time right. of celebrating. Right. How would that help you hearing other people's testimonies right. of God's faithfulness? Yes. Oh, we should do this. I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to celebrate this year. Yes. Every year, Brian and I talk about it, and we never, it's been years since we've done Sukkot, but. Right. But to just encourage right. all of you, right. take some time, even if it's not this week. Even if it's not during right. this actual week of some quote, but take some take time, time. Some time. Yes, make that a new yearly yes. tradition. Maybe New Year's. New Year's is when, as a family, right. we tend to look back. Right. And I had a right. blessing jar, and we would read the blessings from the last year. Oh yeah. And so, just t- take time every year to stop as a family and go, "How has God blessed us? Right. What are the blessings we've seen God? Right. A blessing jar. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, I think you gave me one. Maybe. And I never. That <laughs> sounds terrible. about right. <laughs> that oh, sounds like loser Erica. sister. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yes, the great idea. Try a blessing jar. Yeah, because then you write it down, and you right. you need to write it down. And you're looking for blessings. Right. then. it's easy right. to get to the end of the year. Go. There's nothing. But if you've been looking for them right. throughout, uh, I haven't written anything today right. or this week. It helps you go. No, I need to stop and find those blessings. Right. I'm sure there's something. Right. Are you alive? Right. You've been blessed. Do you have food? You've been blessed. Yes. So, Erica, is that what you wanted to say in Sukkot? Yes. I don't want to cut you off like I did last time on Yom Kippur. No, (laughs) you didn't cut me off. So, and there's no more, and just, there's no more feasts coming up for a while. No, not till the spring. (laughs) We'll come to Passover again. Yeah. But the idea that God commands his people in the spring to come to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover. Right. In the beginning of summer to come and celebrate Shavuot. And then in the fall to right. come and celebrate Sukkot. He wants to be with him. He wants to be with him, but he knows here's some reminders. So this is the context and color of the Bible podcast. Join us on our social media. Share this um, episode with someone who you would like to do a blessing jar with. Right. Or someone who you think, hey, you know what? This could get some fun traditions going in your family or as a friend, I want to just celebrate some things with you, and I need you to understand why I'm doing it. Right. Yep. So thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.